Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. J. H. Stanley wrote the following words for the popular hymn, Prepare to Meet Your God. The verses go this way. Careless soul, why will you linger, wandering from the fold of God? Hear you not the invitation? Oh, prepare to meet thy God. Why so thoughtless are you standing while the fleeting years go by, and your life is spent in folly? Oh, prepare to meet thy God. Hear you not the earnest pleadings of your friends that wish you well? And perhaps before tomorrow you'll be called to meet your God. If you spurn the invitation till the Spirit shall depart, then you'll see your sad condition unprepared to meet thy God. And then the chorus, careless soul, oh, heed the warning. For your life will soon be gone. Oh, how sad to face the judgment, unprepared to meet thy God. The phrase, prepare to meet your God, is one of the saddest and one of the most terrifying phrases in all of Scripture when we understand it in the context of Amos 4. In Amos chapter 4, Uh, The children of Israel, Amos has been prophesying, he's been urging the children of Israel. Uh, They have been living in sin. They, in Amos 4, verse 1 through 3, they were oppressing the poor and the needy. They were taking advantage of the poor and the needy people. They were, as Amos says, they crushed the needy. And they worshipped idols, Amos 4, verse 4 and verse 5. So they were taking advantage of the poor and needy. They were not being just in the way they treated others. And they were worshipping idol gods, all while claiming to serve the Lord God. They loved to serve and worship God in a way that pleased themselves. However, God still loved them. And he tried to correct their sinful behavior, so he sent prophets like Amos to them to try and get their attention. God caused their food sources to fail, so they would experience hunger. And yet, they wouldn't return to him, Amos 4 verse 6. And so after talking about their saying, God says, here's what all I've done to try to get your attention. I, I-, I caused your food sources to fail. That- but that didn't get your attention. God held back the rain so that they experienced a lack of water, a drought, yet yet they still wouldn't return to him. Amos 4, verse 7 and verse 8. God caused their crops to fail due to blight and mildew and pest, yet they still wouldn't return to him. Amos 4, verse 9. God then sent a plague among them, which killed healthy people and strong animals, and yet they still would not return to him, Amos 4, verse 10. And then 
God even overthrew some of their cities. Some of their cities fell to foreign powers, and yet they stubbornly refused to return to him. Amos 4 verse 11. God encouraged the children of Israel to obey him and to serve him faithfully, going all the way back to the time when they were preparing to enter the land of Canaan in Deuteronomy chapter 28. And God told them if they did this, if they served him faithfully, if they obeyed him and submitted to his word, he promised his blessings upon them. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 through verse 14. But if they rejected him and disobeyed him, He would send curses upon them. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15 through 66. What Amos records God is doing in Amos 4 is precisely what God warned the children of Israel about all those years earlier. The curses were coming upon them because of their disobedience, and they needed to, as the song says, they needed to heed the warning. Because they refused to submit to the Lord, he said in Amos 4 and verse 12, Therefore, because you are living in sin, because you continue to disobey God, and because I've warned you and, and I've tried to bring you back all these many times, and you still refuse to hear the warnings, therefore, thus will I do to you, O Israel. Because I will do this to you, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. And that's Amos 4.12. They were, in Amos 4 verse 13, it says, For behold, he who forms mountains and creates the wind, who declares to man what his thoughts, what his thought is, and makes the morning darkness, who treads the high places of the earth. The Lord God of hosts is his name. They were about to to meet, if you will, a side of God that no one would ever want to see. They were going to meet God in all of his justice and his power. They were about to meet a side of God that God had warned them that they could avoid if they would turn back and obey him. Prepare to meet your God is a warning cry to listen to the warnings from God. When God warns us through his word to repent of our sins, to turn back to him, it is the height of foolishness to ignore his warnings. The children of Israel in the book of Amos They stand as an example to us of how foolish it is to ignore the warnings of God. Those who repeatedly ignore his warnings will meet him one day and will stand unprepared to meet the Lord God of hosts. And what a sad sad, terrifying day that would be. And so I'm reminded of something that Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10 and verse 11. He says, For we must all appear 
before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And then knowing that we will all appear before the judgment seat of God, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, Paul says. Knowing how terrifying it would be to have failed to prepare to meet God, knowing how terrifying it would be to have ignored the warnings from God, ignored the pleading of God through Scripture. Paul says, knowing how terrifying it would be to stand before God in that condition, he says, we persuade people, we we proclaim the gospel of Christ, the good news of Jesus, because Paul talks about in Romans chapter 5, verse 6 through verse 11, that being justified by his blood, coming in contact with his precious blood, which washes away our sins, which justifies us, which the idea of justification is you are guilty, but you're viewed, you are seen, you're considered as innocent. All have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. We're guilty, but we can be seen as innocent only by the blood of Jesus Christ. And the way we come in contact with his blood is by being baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of our sins, by repenting of our sins and being buried with Christ in baptism for the forgiveness of those sins. It's there we come in contact with his blood, Romans chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 7. And Paul says, we proclaim the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and what that means, because that is the way to avoid the judicial wrath of God upon sin. Prepare to meet your God is a terrifying phrase. But if we will hear the warnings, we do not have to stand before God in judgment unprepared. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope these things have been helpful to you. I hope you have a good rest of your day. And as always, stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.